And welcome to another episode of La Cantina Podcast. It's super great to have all you guys listening. Uh, I'm here with the amazing Tony. <laughs> Hello. What's up? He's a little bit tired today. He's got that new Papa feel going. Oh, dude, you have no idea. I, I have an idea. I had two of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to apologize for not having an episode what was it, like last week or whatever? Last week, because somebody was in the hospital having a baby. I feel like that's a pretty good reason not to do an episode. Yeah, so, <laughs> my bad. You're not getting the really big, jolly Tony right now, because I'm just sleep-deprived right now. Hey, that is A-OK. I think me and everybody else gets it. Yeah. I, I feel like I got enough energy for the both of us right now. Yeah, dude. Like I told you, you're kind of taking over this one, because <laughs> I'm coming back a little bit. Oh, yeah. Slowly, but surely. Well, I am very excited um, about this this uh, topic that we have today that I'm sharing with everybody. It's one that I've done some serious research on. Um, not that anyone can see, but I have a, uh, a notebook filled with all sorts of things that I found. So what did you find? <laughs> well, I found... A couple scary stories. Oh, yeah, because you haven't told me anything about it, so I'm going to be uh, as shocked as these people. No, I have told you what this one is. I have I have dad brain right now, so I don't, I don't know. All right. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and get right into yeah, it. Just, just get into it. These people want to hear these stories. So. <laughs> just imagine with me for a little bit. Try to picture this. Okay. All right? You're walking down a dimly lit street late at night. You're heading home from a friend's house after a party. Oh, done that before as you're heading home you notice a bright light in the sky at first you think it might be some sort of star or an airplane but it starts to move erratically across the sky the ghost light or the ghost light (laughs) as it starts to move erratically across the sky it's going up down side to side vertical whatever you know you name it Mm -hmm. you see the light and it starts to get brighter and brighter and brighter And so finally, it's right above you. Then you wake up in the same manner that you notice the light, but the light is gone. You have a strange pain in your right right nostril. It could have all been in your head or it could have been an alien abduction. Or it could have been a lot of blow. It definitely could. (laughs) It could have been a lot of blow. Imagine that, just some aliens abduct you and like, oh, come do some cocaine with us. Let's go get fucking lit, dude. I do not um, <laughs> advertise anybody to do that. Yeah, don't do that. That's a bad idea. Disclaimer. We but, do not. Um, but the main takeaway yeah. here is topic today is alien abduction. I'm super excited about this one. I'm pretty pumped. I can tell because you just stopped my old rat. <laughs> I know. I, I nixed that one. I want to get, get on it. All right. That's, ooh, that's. I have heard about that though. The whole like um, when they abduct you, like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we'll talk about that today as well. Actually, hit it with me. All right, so I got uh, my first question for you, Mister Tony. 
What's crack a lacking? Do what you I do, baby? Do you believe in aliens? Fuck yeah, I do. Actually, nice. I think that it's very possible. I, I think that's more possible than ghosts. Yo, the government said that there's fucking aliens out there. Yeah, I'm just saying, bro. Mm-hmm. I believe I've seen some shit. Yeah. yeah well, that actually leads into my second question: Have you ever seen something that you thought could be aliens? Yes. Enlighten us. Well, like, not face-to-face, I guess, but, like, you know how you were saying in that story that the light and the beam and all that shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, you know how I've told you guys that um, I have an uncle that I'm going to bring on the podcast? Um, I just, like I said, I had a baby, so... Oh, yeah, plans went to shit. Yeah, my plans kind of hit the wall right now. Like, everything got on pause, but um, I still have that story with him that I'm bringing, or that podcast that I'm bringing him on. And um, we were in his backyard one time um, because he liked to do cookouts and shit like that in the summer. Right. So like they would go late, dude. They would go to like three, four in the morning, sometimes even five, just like bullshitting, like the family being together or whatever. Mm. And one of those days uh, after the barbecue, we did s'mores like we usually do, like the campfire. He told the scary stories and shit like that. And we all just kind of stopped and like looked up. Like everybody did it, like just kind of taking it all in, I guess. Right. Um, like a core memory just kind of happening. Yeah. And um, I don't know where my aunt and my mom, I think my uncle, they're just like all looking up. Like we're all looking at stars because it was the one night because we live in Utah where it's like, well, we live in a town where it's really populated. It's not like Wisconsin. Oh, or like, so you're you know, getting like a lot of light pollution yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so oh. you get a lot of light. But that night, like, everything seemed really dark. So you could really see the stars. Huh, okay. You know? And um, one of those times, like, I see it. My mom sees it. Everybody sees it. And we're just like, do you guys see that? And it's just like a light. And it looks like a star because it's high as fuck like a star. You know how an airplane, you can tell when it's an airplane, right? Because we're like, oh, no, that that one's an airplane. But what the fuck is this? Yeah. And you can see that it just go forward, stop, backward, stop, forward, back, forward, back, forward, back. And then it just kind of goes back. And as we're talking about it, we're like, what the hell? And it just shoots, just boom, just like takes off. Oh, wow. And we're, we're all like, what the fuck? Like, everybody just had to like, okay, what was that? What was that? Ever since then, I did believe more that it's like something like that is possible. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually have a story as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shaylee, my mm-hmm. girlfriend at the time, my wife now, mm-hmm. I was heading to her house and it was pretty late at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was around midnight or so. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking down the street. And, you know, in Gunnison, they have streetlights, but they're, they're pretty dim. So, and, and it's not in the city at all. So you can see the stars every night. Yeah. So like Gunnison sounds like from what you describe, it sounds more like, um, like back country. Like oh yeah. yeah. Town. It's a very, very small town. Mm-hmm. I think there's actually more cows than people out there. I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, I'm walking late at night, heading to Shaley's house and, um, I'm looking at the stars cause if, you know, for you guys that don't know, I, I love astrology. I, I love space. I've always been super obsessed with it. And I'm I'm picking out, like, I can see Orion's belt. I can see the Big Dipper. I can see the Little Dipper, you know. Like all the constellations or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the ones that were out at the time. And all of a sudden, I saw a little light in the distance. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's weird. And I thought it w- was like Mars or Venus, you know. Yeah, because you can see those sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. So... 
I'm, I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, huh, that's crazy. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And all of a sudden, it, like, I thought it was coming at my face. Like, mm-hmm. it, all I saw was a big flash of light. And it was bright enough and close enough that I, like, ducked and hid. Mm-hmm. And I, like, look, I look up and there's nothing there. And I was like, okay, it's time to go. So I ran all the way. And I was only, you know, a block and a half away from Shaylee's house. But I ran all the way there. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I was freaking out. That's... Dude, I'm telling you, I was freaked out when when all that stuff happened in the backyard. And I can only imagine you, like, in a smaller town. Because I've seen, since I moved over to Wisconsin, I've seen, like, more shooting stars. Oh, yeah. It took me off, like, because over there, it's, like, more country than anything. Like, it's more, like, empty roads. Yeah, Not that much yeah. light. And I'd always get like not spooked, but I'd be like, I'd be shocked. I'm like, damn, that's a shooting star. Like, you know. Oh yeah. See, and that that's one of those things also that I can neither confirm nor deny that what I saw was some sort of UAP, mm. which stands for um, unidentified aerial phenomena. For anyone who doesn't know, um, or it was, you know. Uh, some sort of shooting star or something. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. It, it could have been anything. But the fact that it got close enough and it was bright enough that I was ducking and thinking it was going to hit me, like that that was enough that I was like, okay, that was that was pretty creepy. But what got me the most was the fact that I look up and there's nothing there. Yeah, like the things that you can't explain. It's usually what scares you the most. Exactly. You're like, what the fuck? No, and I don't mean I was like ducking and hiding for you know, two, three minutes. I mean, I ducked and immediately looked up, mm-hmm. you know, cause I want to see what's about to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> cause if I can get out of the way, I'm going to get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that ever since then I was like, you know what? I think aliens are a possibility. It's definitely a possibility, especially now that the um, government came out and said that, you know, that press conference that they held or whatever the fuck, like yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. this year. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, uncla- it's not cl- yeah, it's not classified anymore. It's like out there, like yeah, aliens are fucking real. Oh yeah, but it's just crazy because like you think about it, dude. What twenty years ago, twenty three years ago? No, yeah, like twenty three years ago. Like we didn't really have fucking yeah. all the shit that we have now. And yeah, yeah. I think you're telling me that right now I can't live without my phone. Like, oh, yeah. I I rely so much on my phone. Oh yeah. That like it makes me think. Well, what the fuck was I doing before my phone? See, and that's one of the things that makes sense as far as like supernatural stuff goes. Is you know back in the 1920s, they don't have smartphones. They don't have a way to record. Like, hey, what the hell is this thing in the sky? Mm-hmm. It's just, hey, I saw this thing one time, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But that's nowadays, weird. I mean, you take a photo or you take a video, you send it on Facebook, you send it on YouTube, Instagram, mm-hmm. whatever it is. It starts blowing up. And, and all these people are seeing it. I yeah. think that's why there's so many UFO sightings now. That and that's like you said, back then it was just like a word of mouth. You know, like he said, she said type yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking, that's crazy. Dude. Now, this actually is a good segue into my second question for you. Mm-hmm. What is the definition of an alien? What would you identify an alien as? <laughs> I was going to say something, but I don't want to say it now. <laughs> um, an alien is like an... Uh, what the fuck is it called? It's like... Extraterrestrial. A being. 
right? Well, yeah, yeah. So, what would you identify an extraterrestrial alien as? Something of not like something not of this earth, because they have explanations to everything, like animals, people, and shit like that. But like, there's yeah. some shit that they they don't explain. Oh so yeah, that's yeah. what they're considered aliens, no? Yeah. Um. So the best definition I found is a creature or life form from outer space. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. Something that's from space that they can't quite identify as long as it's breathing, alien. Right. And not even that they can't identify. If it's like microbes or, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of multi-cell organism, mm-hmm. that would count as an alien. That's mm-hmm. the starting of life. That thing is a living creature. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's the more you know, you know? Yeah. Like, I had, a, I had an idea, like a general idea of it, but... I don't know. The one that the thing that kind of like opened my mind a lot to like um, aliens and the possibilities is uh, that movie, The Fourth Kind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that movie's fucking yeah. wild. Now speaking of that, because of that movie, what do you think aliens look like, dude? It's because like you have like the whole um, like the where everybody thinks it's green, big eyes, small body, skinny. Yeah, but I don't know. Like looking at it now, what if it's like lizard people you know like yeah more humanoid yeah like they can look like you they just have like different like maybe like in a phone like their eyes go weird because have you seen those things like yeah yeah, i've seen those videos yeah Yeah. so that's what makes me think like okay maybe it's not like oh this fucking creature maybe they can blend in and make it look just they may they can make them seem they can make themselves look just like you and me like for all i know you could be a fucking alien right now yeah well, what I have for you... And legally, I have, you, legally, you have to tell me. Are you an alien? Uh, no, not that I know of. All right, cool. Are you AI? Uh, yes. All right, I Beep, thought so. Boop, bop. All right, guys, I'm about, to kill, I'm about to kill Austin. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. It was great being your guys' host. <laughs> so, um, I have a few descriptions <clears throat> of aliens as well as pictures to go along with them. Um, describing kind of what they think aliens could look like on different planets Mm -hmm. so the first one i have is your run-of-the-mill alien a small gray humanoid about three to three and a half foot tall with large black eyes a pointy chin and very thin bodies Mm -hmm. you know your run-of-the-mill alien like the whole roswell yeah what you think an alien or what most people think when they think alien now the other one is if we were on an icy icy world and it's in our solar system um in an underground ocean this alien could look like a crab-like or squid-like creature uh with a flat head very large black eyes so they can see and long kind of jellyfish-esque um tentacles Mm -hmm. now i have that picture for you um oh i can see it yeah off my source which is the daily mail and we're gonna post these stuffs on instagram too oh yeah absolutely or our socials and stuff so you guys can get more of an idea yeah so go look go look go look up the podcast instagram i think it's la cantina podcast underscore and then we'll have it all linked down and stuff like that yep i like it now the second one i have for you of the description of what an alien could look like so on a world with low density atmosphere this alien could look like a giant fly with large red eyes and very very large wings so basically like a giant like a giant mosquito basically yeah Yeah. like this picture here yeah like a giant (laughs) mosquito 
<sighs> exactly. Now, now that we've kind of discussed what um, aliens could like look like or what we think they look like, um, do you think aliens are here on the planet today? Oh, dude, hands down, most definitely. Yeah? Yeah. Well, my personal opinion is I think it's very possible. If there's intelligent life that has visited Earth, there's absolutely no reason that they wouldn't be here. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, sometimes I think that we're like on their game show and shit, and they're like, oh, let's see how we can fuck these people up real quick. Yes. Now I have a bit of an interesting one for you that Mm. I think you're going to like because I'm pretty sure you've heard of this one. But have you ever heard of the flying tic-tac that the U.S. Navy pilot captured footage of? Yes, I actually have. Awesome, awesome. So you've seen the videos. Yeah, because you know, um, so like for all of you guys that do know me or are starting to get to know me, I watch a lot of like paranormal shit and like shit like that. Like right now, I'm on the fucking Chucky Chucky. I'm on the Chucky series, bro. <laughs> Fuck that little guy, but nice. That's nice. a good show. Mark Hamill watched it. Yeah. In the in the remake, Mark Hamill was the voice. I think he did a very, very good job. Yeah, dude. Good show. But um going back to what I was saying, like on sci fi, sci fi, I think that's a TV yeah. channel. Yeah. They have this thing called Factor Fake Paranormal Files or something like that. Oh yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's where I saw a lot of that. I think they had that footage. Of the, the Tic Tac thing that you're talking about yeah. on there, and they tried to debunk it, and it didn't. And I think they ended up catching some shit, too. Oh, uh-huh. that could be interesting. Well, because of that Tic Tac event, I actually have a little article here talking about it mm-hmm. um, that I'd love to share with you. So, it reads, One of the pro- report's only substantial conclusion is that the craft encountered by the military objects that showed unusual flight capabilities, which means they did not fly like a normal plane. They were not created by classified programs such as the U.S. government or the Pentagon. The finding jibes with statements previously made by Louis Alonzo, I'm not sure how to say that last name, um, the former leader of the Pentagon's Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. He spoke to NPR, in 2017, after the release of a previously classified video was taken by a camera aboard the U.S. Navy F-A-18 Super Hornet. And these are direct quotes from the pilots. They say, look at that thing. Um, earlier, the same par- pilot remarked that they might be seeing some type of drone. There's a whole fleet of them, the other pilot said. And my gosh, the, the first pilot replied. Mm-hmm. So these guys, and if you watch the video, they very obviously don't know what's going on. Like, I don't think they're trying to fake anything. Right. But discussing the footage in an interview with NPR, Al- Alonzo Doe confessed that he didn't know the origin of the craft. Um, Alonzo Doe said, if you're asking my personal opinion from here, look, I've got to be honest with you. I don't know where it's from but we're pretty sure it's not here. And Lonzado said, now, does that mean it's out there? Whether or not it's Russian or Chinese or Chinese inside, or little green men from Mars, or frankly, your neighbor's dog, I wanted to personally steer away from that because I wanted to focus on the truly raw science of what we were seeing. And it did pose, did it pose a threat to national security? 
And that is the article, my good sir. Uh-huh. Now, that was the most recent one that I could think of that really put everybody into a stir. Right. So, because what, what are your thoughts on it? I don't know. Like, like I said, it's just especially like being a pilot. So, because I studied for all that stuff. I mean, you don't really know what's up there. Like, yeah. Like, like we said before, like we have technology now that we can just pull out our phone and like record something. Oh, and yeah. it could have be, it could have always been here. We just we're we're finally at the age or the day and age where we can actually find evidence and prove shit. You know. Oh yeah. Well, and the thing is too, these pilots are trained for this sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Seeing random stuff out there and being like, "What the hell is that?" They know how to deal with that. And the fact that these guys are like, what is that thing? What do we do? Mm-hmm. Like, that speaks volumes for me. Yeah, dude, because there's a lot of shit out there that you just don't know, you know? Oh, yeah. And because of the Tic Tac thing, it made me think of a very, very famous um, alien-esque incident. Roswell? Roswell. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I actually have a little story about that as well. All right, hit it. Uh, At some point between mid-June and early July 1947, W.W. Mac Brazel found a wreckage on his... Ranch? His property. It was a ranch, yes. In Roswell, New Mexico. About 75 miles north of Roswell, several flying discs, is what they were saying, stories had been uh, appearing in the national press, which led Brazel to believe that the wreckage was alien in nature. He brought a piece of the wreckage to the sheriff, George Wilcox, who got the attention of Colonel William Blanchard, the commanding officer of the Roswell Army Airfield. Blanchard Blanchard later released a statement which reads as follows. The many rumors regarding the flying discs became a reality yesterday. When the intelligence officer of the 509th Bomb Group of the 8th Air Force was fortunate enough to gain possession of a disc uh, through the cooperation of one of the local ranchers and the the sheriff's office of Chaves County. God, I don't know why I can't read today. Uh All good. (laughs) The following day, the day after they made the statement, the U.S. Army reversed themselves on the flying saucer, stating that it was actually a weather balloon. To further prove this, uh, Major Marcel of the U.S. Army had pictures taken with the debris of the weather balloon. Mm. Air quotes. Now, my question for you is, which side of the story do you believe? Do you think it was an, an air balloon, or do you think it was an alien aircraft? No, I believe. Hold on, my bad. I believe it was an alien aircraft <coughs> because there's so many people there that saw some shit. And there's so much reports. Oh yeah, of uh, people seeing different things. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I mean, like I like I've said before, and I will, I will always say like it was just a cover up. They're always gonna try to cover something because there's this guy. I forgot his fucking name, but there's a documentary about him um, on Netflix, or there was. Yeah. I forgot his name. He was he was on Joe Rogan. Like I guess he worked in Area Fifty One. Yeah, and like he started like seeing shit like that, and the oh, government wow. like yeah, the government fucked him all up. 
Oh, I have Jesus. to bring it back some other day. Yeah, that's fucked up. I forgot his name. I remember my cousin, Severo. Uh, shout out to you, Severo. But he was like showing us all that stuff. It was like Lizard, Alex Lizard, Lazard, Lazard. Oh, Alex, um, what is it, Lazaro or something? Some shit like that, yeah. yeah, that, yeah like yeah. the government, like he studied at Harvard and all this shit. And then like yeah. one day, like erased all his shit. Yep, yep. Yeah. I have to get more information. Yeah, no, on that. that dude works, I think it's on Project Albatross. Mm-hmm. I believe some shit like that. Yeah, but like, dude, they had the power to like, like wipe everything away. Ugh. Like, damn, government could wipe away all my fucking debt, <laughs> right? <laughs> now, leading into the second part of this, do you know what an alien implant is? Uh, haven't they said like we're like supposedly like like um quote unquote right? Um, where like they say like something happens to Biden or some shit like that, and then, like they put her in a dummy. Is that what you're talking about? Not quite, not quite. You're you're on the right track. Not quite the idea I'm going for. So in ufology, alien implants is a term used to describe physical objects allegedly placed in someone's body after they have been abducted by aliens. Oh, okay, okay. The claimed capabilities of the implants range from telepresence to mind control to bio bioelementary. And bioelementary is akin to humans tagging wild animals for study. So it means aliens are tagging us to track us. I actually heard something like that um, on a podcast that I was listening to. Like uh, this guy, he's a like a Hispanic guy. I think it's called Goose Goose podcast. And he had someone talk about phenomenons like that. Yeah. And he said that that uh, there was a story that some lady like got pregnant. And, like, she was, like, full-on pregnant or whatever. And then, like, at the end of it, like, she didn't keep the baby. And everybody asked where the baby was at. And she what? said that she gave it to the aliens. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Did she get in trouble? No, it was, like, in Mexico. What the shit. heck? Yeah. I, yeah, just speaking about this stuff, it's, like, bringing back... It's always bringing back, like, stuff that I've seen or heard. Yeah, that's And that, that story. I have to go back and listen to it again and, and tell you. Yeah. But, yeah, that she had, like, um, that she would give out... Um, babies and shit like that to the aliens huh and i, I guess there's like there's like this whole thing that women do that like there's some women that actually do that same thing like because in that podcast he was talking about like that um aliens or ufos or whatever um tag you right so if you see them once like they'll come back or if you, it, it goes like generations like because i guess the guy oh. that he was interviewing Okay. His, um, somewhere along the line in his family line, like his grandpa saw it and then his mom saw it. So then he saw it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So it was like just going down like the tree of, of people like that, that, like that. It was like destiny or some shit like that. He had to see some shit. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. It was crazy when you were saying that. I was like, oh, shit. Like, what if that, it is true? Like, you know, like. Yeah, no, it very well could be. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Now, I also have a story along with alien implants that kind of helps explain a little bit of both sides. Mm-hmm. So, according to Peter Rogerson, writing in Magnolia, Magnolia, uh, Magonia, Magonia Magazine. Sorry, that was a hard one for me. The concept of alien implants can be traced to March 1957. Uh, Long John Nebel, 
it had a radio show, uh, interview with ufologist John Robinson, where Robinson recounted a neighbor claiming to be kidnapped by aliens in 1938 and kept subdued by small earphones placed behind his ears. Uh, another one is Massachusetts resident Betty Anderson. <clears throat> they claimed aliens had implanted a device, a device in her nose. During the supposed alien abduction in 1967, first publicized by Raymond Fowler in his book, The Anderson Affair, a Canadian woman named Dorothy Wallace claimed a similar experience in 1983. In later years, the claims of authors like Whitley Stryber, or Whitley Stryber, excuse me, uh, would popular <clears throat> popularize alien abduction ideas in general, including reports of unusual implants associated with abductions. Johnny Mack wrote his book, Abduction, uh, Human Encounters with Aliens, that explained a one-and-a-half-inch to three-quarter-inch thin wiry object uh, given to him by a 24-year-old woman client who claimed <clears throat> it came out of her nose following an abduction experience. California pod, potty artist uh, Roger Lair also claims to have removed alien implants from patients. According to skeptical investigator Joe Nickel, supposed alien implants appear to be ordinary materials such as a shard of glass, a jagged piece of metal, and carbon fiber. The objects are often found lodged in extremities <clears throat> such as toes, hands, and shins. Nickel cites uh, Israeli teaching hospital department head Virgil Prescu's opinion that there's no mystery implants, explaining that normal objects picked up during a fall or walking barefoot often become surrounded by scar tissue. Hmm. So that's kind of uh, kind of the two sides of of that story. So there's some doctors that say no, and there's some authors that say yes, and these people that say that yeah, we've had implants inside of us, which would be interesting to say the least. I mean, do you never know? Yeah, I mean, all it takes is one account to be true. Yeah. Because maybe like the other ones that are saying that it's not true just hasn't, they don't really believe in all that stuff, yeah, you know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, exactly. They're like more um, <laughs> shadowed or more closed-minded when it comes to those things. Yeah. Now, are we ready for the official story that I'm going to be sharing with you today? Yeah. All right. I'm super excited to share this one. This one, I think, popularized um, UFO abductions hmm. the fourth kind <clears throat> yeah 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 good old alaska bro some weird shit happens over there <laughs> all they have is mountain and salmon salmon yeah yeah all right are we ready yeah go for it So this part is titled, it's multiple chapters. I just picked the chapter that I like the most. Uh, the Hills Saw Strange Lights Pursuing Their Car. Now, these people's name is Betty and Barney Hill. They were a married couple. The Hills road trip was spontaneous. A well-earned break Barney decided the couple needed. 
As explained in the Intrepid Journey, in 1966 book, they collaborated on with author John G. Fuller. Barney worked a grueling night shift at the post office, driving 60 miles each way. Betty's job handling state child affair cases was no easier. The little free time that the biracial couple had was devoted to their church and activities related to the civil rights movement. After 16 months of marriage, Betty and Barney saw this trip through Montreal and Niagara Falls as their delayed honeymoon. They left so impulsively, impulsively that they had no time to go to the bank before it closed for the weekend. They got in their car with less than $70 in their pockets. On the last night of their three-day trip, the tired couple sipped coffee in a Vermont diner to recharge before driving back. Barney figured if they pushed through, they could beat the wind and the rains from an approaching hurricane. They left the diner around 10 p.m., estimating that they would reach their red-framed house in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. at the latest. As they drove, a strange light in the sky gave another reason to hurry. At first, it looked like the falling car, a falling star, but grew larger and brighter with each mile. Barney, an avid plane watcher and World War II vet, was sure that they had nothing to worry about. It's just a satellite, he reassured Betty. It probably went off course. <clears throat> the light seemed to move with the car as Barney steered down the curving mountain road. The light zigzagged, ducking past the moon and behind trees and mountain ridges. Only to reappear moments later, sometimes it seemed to move toward them in a game of cat and mouse. It had to be an illusion, they thought. Maybe the car's movement made it seem like the light was moving too. Curiosity overcame them, and the couple pulled over at road stops and picnic turnouts to get a closer look. Through binoculars, Betty saw that the white light was really an object spinning in the air. Barney, she told her husband, if you think that's a satellite or a star, you're being completely ridiculous. He knew she was right. Barney had an IQ of 140, noted Fuller in his book. Barney was also a pragmatic man who wouldn't give flying saucers a th second thought. Remembered... Oh, sorry, that's a quote. <clears throat> Barney was also a pragmatic man who wouldn't give flying saucers a second thought, remembered his niece, Kathleen Martin, in her work captured the Betty and Barney Hill experience. The night was too quiet for a helicopter, a commercial plane, or even a military jet with a hotspot pilot, or a hotshot pilot. He didn't want to spook Betty, but he was becoming concerned. What was this light, and why was it toying with them? About 70 miles past the diner, the object hovered just above the treetops, approximately 100 feet above them. Barney abruptly stopped the car, keeping the engine running. He shoved a handgun he'd hidden beneath the seat into his pocket and rushed into the dark field, leaving Betty in the car. What he saw was as big as a jet, but round and flat like a pancake. My God, what is that thing? He recalled thinking, this can't be real. Behind rows of windows, gray uniform beings seemed to look right at him, Barney recalled. 
He tried to lift his hand to his pistol, but somehow couldn't. A voice told him not to put down his binoculars. He had a startling thought. We're about to be captured. Yelling hysterically, he ran back to the car and barreled down the road as Betty tracked the craft. Craning her head outside the car window without explanation, loud rhythmic beeping sounded from the car's trunk. The couple felt intensely drowsy and lost consciousness. They came to around two hours later and 35 miles down the road. Back home in Portsmouth, they tried to make sense of the night. Barney felt compelled to examine his body's lower half, and both seemed to be aware of a puzzling presence. In the weeks and months after Betty, an avid reader checked out books from the library discovering the Civilian UFO Group, National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena, or NECAP. <clears throat> she also reported the sightings to the Air Force worried about radiation. In the coming years, with Betty, Betty suffering from disturbing dreams and Barney developing an ulcer and anxiety, the couple sought medical help. <clears throat> the two met with ben- Benjamin Simon, a psychiatrist and neurologist who specialized in hypnosis and mainstream, a mainstream technique at the time. Through months of weekly sessions, Simon helped the couple piece together what they had think had happened on the vessel. <clears throat> a vessel landed on the hill's cars, putting them to sleep. Afterward, a gray beings walked up to them, uh, walked them up a long raft, <sighs> ramp into the spacecraft. Once inside, the hills were separated, taking turns in an examination room that had curved walls and a large light hanging from the ceiling. Each was asked to climb up on a metal table. The table was so short, Barney's legs hung over the side. During the examinations, the beings removed Betty and Barney's clothes, plucked strands of their hair, took clippings of their nails, and scraped their skin. Each sample was being placed on a clear material not unlike a glass slide. Needles collected to a long wires probed their heads, arms, legs, and spines. One large needle, around four to six inches long, was inserted into Betty's belly. This, pre- this pregnancy test left her twisting in pain. Throughout, <clears throat> with pain throughout, my God. A being Barney and Betty call it the leader, watched from the side. After Betty's examination ended, the beings rushed back into the room excited. They discovered that Barney's teeth could be removed. Betty laughed, explaining that Barney had dentures, a fact of human aging, and the beings struggled to understand. Later, alone with the leader, Betty asked where the craft had flown, admitting she knew little of the universe. The, The being joked with her, saying, if you don't know where we are, there wouldn't be any point in telling you where I am. Later, under hypnosis, she drew a star map <clears throat> shown to her on the ship. In 1965, the Hill story was picked up by the Boston newspaper. After that, everything changed. The quiet couple story became a subject of a best-selling book and a movie starring James Earl Jones. The upstanding civil servants had become celebrity abductees now I have a question for you but before I have a question I have um, some pictures of what they believe 
these aliens look like as well as the flying saucer and who these people are. So that is Betty and Barney, as well as a picture they drew of what the spaceship looked like. Oh, shit. That's a sculpture that Betty made. Of, like, the alien? Yeah, of the alien. Oh, shit. And this is a drawing that I thought came out a little bit better. Damn. Yeah, so that's what they said um, that these aliens look like. Now, do you think they were telling the truth? Yeah. I honestly do, because the way that they were saying it, and um, it just kind of, like, makes sense to, like, with what they were saying, because you're... I'm just mind-blown, because, yeah, it is... It is something true, like, you know, like, who who the fuck is going to make that up? Especially, like, if they're feeling some type of way and to have that. Cause oh, yeah. We we tend to block out a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? And um, Yeah, and one thing I haven't mentioned, um, a lot of these alien abductions, they say that they can't remember what happened. They can get little snippets, but they don't remember the entire thing. Yeah, I feel like it's, like, something so powerful that happens to you that your mind just kind of, like, says, okay, like, it's, like, traumas in a way yeah like um to go into like a little different thing like a little spinoff when you have traumas like um with me per se i have some traumas that i don't remember like at all right like i think from age five to like eight i don't really recall my memory all that great yeah yeah now counter argument what if the aliens are the ones that are taking the memories away they don't want you to remember. I'm pretty sure they are because, like I said, like maybe they're causing you to get some trauma. Like it was probably too much for you to handle. And they're like, all right, we're going to men, uh, men in black you and just... Oh, yeah. Light. Now, my other thing about this too is the aliens, uh, in this story at least, don't seem like they're that bad. No, they just seem like they're basically like scientists. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're trying to learn. Yeah, then, and I mean, it's talking about like she was talking to their leader, and he was joking with them, and the aliens were all excited. This dude can take out his teeth. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, they probably they were probably fucking mind blowing. Like, Damn, these species have gotten they have evolved so much, and from the look of the picture, like it was back in the day. So yeah, yeah, this was nineteen sixties. Um, yeah, like imagine the sixties, and then imagine them now. They're just like holy shit these mammals or whatever the fuck they want to call us, they're like evolved so much to like, wow, look, they have internet. Wow, they have this. And who is to say that they're not the ones planting shit into I was like, going to say that is a conspiracy theory. You know, that, um, the, aliens are the ones giving us technology. Yeah, they're, they're like planting it into someone or the inventor or whatever the fuck. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you never know because to look at how technology is nowadays, like you have basically like, all the knowledge on your wrist with an Apple watch or on the palm of your hand with the fucking iPhone or or smartphone. Like, think about it, dude. Like, it's fucking nuts to what, where have we we came, you know? Oh, yeah. To where we've come. And it's just like, holy shit. Like, I've thought about it. I'm like, dude, like, how is it that in the span of 20 years, we are where we are today, you know, in such little time? Like, there has to be something else, something else that's, like, um, giving us, like, the opportunity to, like, advance faster and faster. Yeah. Because, look, now we have fucking AI. Who's to say that AI is not something that they have and they're just telling us shit that they know and maybe they can see more into the future and they're like, you know what, bam. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I have a second part of this uh, question. 
because in this story they talked about um, going under hypnosis and that's how they remembered stuff. My question for you is, do you think hypnosis actually works? Um, yeah. I mean, I can't say that I've done it, but I feel like it does work. It's a possibility. Yeah. It's out I, there that it could, it could protect. Because do you think about it, like with therapists and all that shit, like they make you go into like, the part of your brain where like you said, like it's blocked out for whatever reason. Like yeah. and they, ha- they help you kind of like adjust and like, see, I think it could work, but you have to be like open and willing for it to work. Yeah. You have to go in with like, okay, like I'm going to just deep go in deep with this and see what's going on and like actually figure shit out. Yeah, exactly. That's like the only way that it is going to work. Like you have to, it's like with everything you do, like with ghosts, with like your mind is such a powerful thing. Like right now I, I've told you, like off off air or off the recording or whatever um i've been in a funk lately and yeah. when i first started this like i was like gun-ho and you can see the difference oh yeah and it feel i just feel like it's because i'm in a different mindset right now yeah where, like i have a lot of things going on and and things like that but i feel like if i put it in myself again like it's all in your head and you can really come out and put your mind to do something great, you know? Oh, absolutely. So. Now, what would scare you most about being abducted by aliens? What, what do you think the most, the scariest part would be? Being called crazy and not, um, like, oh, what can I say? Let me, let me get my words real quick. Um, what would scare me the most is not the actual thing thing that happens it's what happens after like me wanting to tell someone about it and then thinking that i'm fucking crazy and, and like that i need to go into a loony bin or some shit like that because they don't believe me so like i guess the the feeling of not being heard correctly yeah yeah no getting, I, I can see that yeah that's my see, fear i think the scariest part for me would be the getting pulled into the ship because i i read a lot of stories that talked about how like they couldn't move Mm-hmm. And they were being manipulated by something that they couldn't see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I get that, but like, th- dive into it a little bit more. Like, say, like, okay, you just accepted your fate. Cause that's what you have to do with a lot of stuff. Like, you have to just accept your fate and go with it. Because if you think about it too much, you're gonna fuck something up. So, okay, you get in your mind, accept your fate, whatever. Like, think about it. Like, after all that shit happens, like, what if? what you say and you know all this fucking knowledge and no one fucking believes you see that's my thing i don't know if i would actually like i mean obviously i'd like tell you and my wife and stuff but i don't think i'd really tell anybody else about it i don't know i wouldn't be able to keep it in i would have to say something maybe like maybe i maybe i say that now but if it happens or whatever maybe i won't be doing the same thing you know yeah no i can see that so they just it's one of those things where it's like hit and miss. It's like a backward sword where I would accept it and say, fuck it. Yeah. You know, if, if this is what I have to do, then this is, right. if, if this, this is, is part of happens, my destiny, it's going to happen. Yeah. If this is part of my destiny, I have to go through this. I'm going to go through it a hundred percent. Yeah. My fear is like, what if I, that shit happens and I'm not believable, you know, like, see, you know what I would do though? And with the aliens from the, um, Betty and Barney Hill story. Oh, dude, I would crack mad jokes with them. Oh, I know. Because it sounds like they, they were, you know, kind of cool guys. I'd be like, hey, can I, uh, can I fly the ship? Yeah, I'd be I, like, I want to do donuts in space. Yo, can you help me out over here? Like, you know, help a brother out. 
right? I'm in a spaceship. Why wouldn't I want to friggin' well, you, you guys fly? can you guys can fucking test my shit out, but let me just, just give me the fucking right. I'll do whatever you want to me to, good. but I I want to barrel roll this thing into oh. a fucking rock. Let's do this. Like, let me get some dude <laughs> out of this. Maybe that's why they're like, nah, we're good. We're not gonna go fuck with you guys. Yeah. These human dudes are freaking crazy. We're staying away from them. They're they're too much. Yeah, that's it's weird. It's weird. It's, I mean, you never know though. Like, what if they are doing it in a different way, and like some some of them aren't. Yeah, that's the thing, and that's the thing with a lot of the stories that I read is most of the aliens in them didn't seem like they were like what you would think would happen. Like they're trying to. Yeah, you know, cut your brain out and shove a probe up your butt. What if like they're just like, oh, what's the thing I'm trying to say? Like, what if they are just good people and like are like good aliens? What yeah. if there's bad aliens too? You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the possible, like I said earlier, it only takes one of these stories being true, mm-hmm. and that opens the door to every, you know something we've been saying all along. If there's good, there has to be bad. I was about to say that too. Like as above, so below, basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I mean. You know, if there's one intelligent race, who's to say there's not more? Dude, I mean, think about it. We're only a speck in this life or universe, whatever you want to call it. Like, there has to be something else. Exactly. There always has to be something else. You're not telling me that you're the... Whoever thinks, like... And I'm not trying to, like, uh, draw a debate or, like, get into like get into it with everybody else. But, like, think about it. You're not the only thing here. Like, there's other shit here. Like, animals. You don't know how the fuck animals are, like... Yeah, and like like I said earlier, it's a mathematical impossibility that there's not aliens of some form. Yeah, there has to be something else to this life that we have. Exactly. Now, yeah. on that note, I think that's about our time. It's getting there, yeah. So uh, I, I say we start wrapping it up. What are your final thoughts? Aliens are fucking real, man. They sound <laughs> like that fucking hippie or some shit, like backwards crazy type guy. But no, I, aliens are real. Uh, I don't care what anybody else says. Like, I believe in what I believe. Like, you can believe in whatever you want to believe. I just have my thoughts. This is America. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I've learned today is that maybe aliens aren't as bad as what I thought they were to begin with. Yeah. Probably some drunk teenage aliens being like, oh, let's go fuck some shit up. Let's go fucking take this cow, dude. Let's go take this fucking cow. Watch these guys flip the fuck out. Right. Dude, you know, that would be hilarious. And aliens, a couple teenage aliens. Dude, let's go. Let's go abduct a human. No, no, no. This is my dad's flying saucer. We can't do that. All right. We're going to get human everywhere. He's going to (laughs) know. You know how bad they shed? Dude, imagine though. But yeah, it was a good story, good alien um, episode to kind of bring it back. Oh yeah, not the craziest, but it's one that I I think was fun. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna come back with like scary stories and shit like that. Oh we yeah, my some... my one next week is very very spooky. I'm excited for that one. I thought we were gonna <laughs> do that one today, but I like this alien one today. I, I figured I figured I'd save it for you. Yeah, give, let me get some more energy back. Exactly. Get more enthu- enthusiastic with the next one. Exactly. But I did want to mention. Uh, I know I was talking to you about it. I've talked to some other people about it, but merch. Merch? Maybe. Oh. I don't know. Let us know if you guys would be willing to, to do that. Yeah, if you guys are interested in some merch from us, please let us know. That would be great. Yeah. 
And any other stories that you guys want us to know? Like, I know I talked to my friend um, Armando Palafox. Shout out to you, baby. Hey. Uh, he's, uh, he's, we're thinking about bringing him in to do some stuff for us. That'd so. be cool. I'm, I'm always down. Yeah. And then I want to shout out a couple people on this podcast. So, Armando or Palafox was one of them, my little Mountain America guy. <laughs> and um, I want to give a shout out to Luis, Luis Avila. Um, if you guys, Hi, Luis. Yeah, hey, what's up, baby? Um, if any of you guys out there are looking for handyman services or want some remodeling done, uh, hit my boy up. He's my cousin. He does some amazing work. I'll link his uh, Instagram page so you guys can see his work. And I also want to shout out his wife, Nancy. She's a realtor here in Utah. So if you're looking to buy your new home or to get into a new home or whatever the case may be, I definitely 10 out of 10 recommend them. They're great people. They'll help you every step of the way. So if you guys uh, need a new home or with the market kind of coming down, uh, don't be afraid to, sh- uh, to send her a message. I think her Instagram is Nancy, your realtor, and I'll link it out or I'll shout her out on our social media. So you guys can go um, and ask questions and pick her brain and try to get you into a new home. Yeah, anything else that you might want to partake? I I have nothing. No. The last shout out is a shout out to Royalty Barbershops. This is not a sponsorship, but shout out to Royalty Barbershops uh, with my boy Chucky. He's my barber. So if nice. you're looking to get a nice fade, go over there. I think they're located on 33rd. Chucky, I'm getting real close to needing a haircut, dude. Hit me up. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's all I have for you guys today. And sorry if it's been a while. It's been like a week, but we're getting back on track. Just had some stuff happen. Shout out to my little boy, Sammy. Yeah, baby Sammy's finally here. Papa misses you. I'm trying to go home already. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. thank you to everyone that's been supporting. I, we've seen your guys' uh, support on Spotify. and Oh, absolutely. Stuff like that. I just want to shout out that we are at 5,000 um, interactions. So. Woo-hoo! keep bringing them numbers up and we're going to keep bringing you guys some good content some better content and things like that all right we will see you next week everybody peace out